0: Justin, it is just you and I today.
1: <sighs> two friends. It's barely even a podcast with two people. I it think should, it's just think, two friends.
0: Yeah. At this point, now we're now two weeks into doing two-person podcasts for a variety of reasons. Griffin, it should be noted, uh, just had a human child. So yes. his absence is pretty much understandable. Chris Pine, on the other hand, had horrible um food poisoning this morning. And I mean, uh, it kind of begs the question, what was he, what uh, what yielded such a result that yeah. he's making such irresponsible food choices with regards to the podcast?
1: Yeah, uh, you should, th- you think he'd be a little smarter about his guts, before uh, something like that's going to happen, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm going to speculate. I do know uh, he's got a family, his, his wife and small child are visiting family uh, this week, and mm. it's possible that he went and made some... Bachelor boy decision with his stomach. Yeah,
1: we've all been there. Get a few wings. Watch Hunt for Red October. <laughs> we've all been there. Is that your go-to, wings? Um, I, It's been... Uh, the last time I had time to myself, Hunt for Red October was in the theaters. So it's, it's hard <laughs> for me to, to uh, remember. Gotta get that hunky Alec Baldwin time in. Yeah. Uh, I still remember. Russ, the last time that something like that happened to me, it is. It was. It's such a rarity that it's crystallized in my mind. The last time I had two hours to myself, where my family was not in the house, I watched Tenant on TV. <laughs> I remember. I remember it. I remember. Like, I remember this as an event. I remember what I ate. I it remember can't have been that long it. ago. Then it just you know when did it hit TV? No, it was several ago, months. Right? But like Russ, imagine a life where those things are are notable that, <laughs> russ imagine an existence where it's notable that you have time to spend however you you see fit
0: military school starting to sound a little good at this point
1: My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week.
0: My name is Ross Pritchett, and I know the best game of the week. Cue silence. I should mention that, like, it was very weird to do that first last week. Yeah, Very weird. Why did you let... Why
1: did that happen? Why didn't you get to go second? There were at least two people.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was doing the, like, your intro stuff last week, so it was a oh, little more okay. complicated, but... Um, and, and and here we are again, as we discussed in the cold open. It's just just you and me, or we're, we're just hanging out.
1: We're gonna talk about just the two of us again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it takes yes. two,
1: yes, it <laughs> takes two. Um, no, we're gonna we're not gonna talk about that, Russ. Come no. on, bud. We're gonna talk about Monster Hunter Rise, which the timing is the new, of, yeah, switch and like the people who care the most about it. <laughs>
0: not present it's well it's pretty funny because uh we've been talking a lot about like you know this year obviously not has not been necessarily gangbusters for big releases and uh we finally get one yeah and griffin goes and has a goddamn baby and plant goes and gets all poopy and barfy and here we are left to pick up the scraps (laughs) But you know what, there are, I think it's fine,
1: because think think about how much harder this would be if the game was a big nothing burger that nobody cared about, and then we had to try to make a show out of it. This, there's lots, there's plenty to talk about. Let's, this week we're going to be talking about Monster Hunter Rise, it's the latest entry in this franchise that just exploded with the last one, Monster Hunter World, was a massive success, and this is the, this is the follow-up on Nintendo Switch. So, uh, we're gonna get into that and talk about Monster Hunter Rise. You go get a phone, you just want a phone, talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you've got all this fine print little details, and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not gonna do that to you? Not gonna pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. They're wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan. sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
0: Cool. So Monster Hunter is uh, a long-running franchise. Justin, uh, I know you're familiar with it. You've played the last few. This is the latest one. As you mentioned, this is on Switch. It is actually exclusive to Switch. And this is a weird... I mean, the, the core of the franchise, if you're not familiar with the Monster Hunter games, what what exactly are you doing in these games, Justin? Uh, Well, bud, you're hunting the
1: monsters. <laughs> There's not... Yeah. You know, you're doing other things. You're cooking and eating and... Living and loving in this (laughs) world. I don't think there's a lot of of loving, loving, to be honest. The main thing is that you're hunting monsters. Yeah. Um, I would love Russ if you could, if we could both take a moment to talk about. I feel like this is a franchise, sort of like Soul, the Souls games, or Madden. Yeah. (laughs) Where you have to kind of (laughs) walk in your history with it, or or fighting games. I think are like this too, where you have to kind of walk in your history with it to Mm -hmm. to so people understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, totally. Okay. So so tell me about you and Monster Hunter Rise. Sure. So Monster Hunter you know i've been in games media for a very very long time and before monster hunter world came out which was the game that came out before this which was like a big deal i had been in a number of like meetings where capcom would come and they'd be like hey we've got this new monster hunter game and they put it in front of me and my eyes would fill with menus and numbers and chaos and I was never able to understand why this is an appealing product. It's like a, such an overwhelming thing that it never really clicked for me until Monster Hunter Rise came out, which was about two years ago. And for that game, because everyone was so over the moon about it, I was like, no, I'm going to figure out what the draw is for Monster Hunter games, why people like this franchise. It felt like homework to me, but I was going to do it. I played five hours of that game and enjoyed it. I liked it. But it was such an exhausting prospect to learn what a Monster Hunter game was that after five hours and I had like an epic fight with a monster, I was like, you know what? I'm good. And I just like pulled the ripcord at that point. So that is sort of leading up to where we are now. And I think in a lot of ways, Monster Hunter World primed the pump for me such that I didn't need to relearn the like core, core of it. And I could kind of jump in and just experience it. What about you? Um, I
1: had I had uh, uh, made several attempts, inspirational Mm. attempts at uh, uh, getting this franchise going for me uh, because it seemed like I hated missing out. Like it makes me mad that that like a bunch of people were uh, um, getting in, uh, you know, enjoying this and I couldn't be. Uh, one of them. It made me sad. So I wanted to uh, be be amongst their numbers. Um, so I, uh, I I tried with... I don't even... You're going to have to remind... Maybe you know better than me. But maybe. Like the, <laughs> the other ones. I tried with the D- DS one.
0: I remember you were playing with Griffin during E3 one year. Is that uh, ring bell? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that sounds I, right. I don't know if that was when it clicked for you or it was much later, but...
1: um, And then yeah Pat Gill mm. uh, of polygon tried. I mean, we during an e three we had an e three where he would like just basically uh sit on my shoulder like a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> um and the series was a lot more complex. I think back then. there's a lot more rough edges but it didn't click for me until rise or sorry, world. Mm. World came out um just like right before my second daughter was born. And there were, she, her sleeping schedule was reversed. So she was up all night and asleep during the day. And I would wake up at like midnight (laughs) and sit and play monster hunter for, uh, hours while uh, giving her mom a break. And it was like, I, it finally clicked for me. I don't know what it was. If I I finally got in, I did not go back for iceborne because there is like the ramp back up. I was not down for, (laughs) I was not down to like relearn, A lot of the stuff but like played with friends had fun with friends like it's i really dug it like and 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 so i was i was trepidatiously excited Mm -hmm. uh about this how's that
0: yeah it feels like world was the turning point for a lot of people where they cut away the like insanely deep uh complex unnecessarily like scary elements of monster hunter games and cut more to the core of, like, hey, you just want to fight big fucking monsters. And yet, it's still... And Rise is still pretty inundated with a lot of that, like, menu bullshit. But I will say about Rise, where I played five hours of Monster Hunter World in total, I have played easily double that since Rise came out a week ago. And it has wow. fully got its claws in me, and I am fully on board Finally, with a Monster Hunter game that I see playing many, many dozens of hours more. Okay, so what is it? How is this one different? Yeah, so I don't know enough. Of, I didn't play enough of World to like really delineate the major differences. I think for me, the thing that did it for me was there's a demo. I think it's still available on the on the eShop, and in the demo. Um, there's no town, there's no like hub world, there's no like picking resources. They just, let you pick a weapon and they just throw you into a map and they're like, hey, fight this monster. And you've got all the gear you would possibly need for that map and you've got the weapon you're using. And being able to play that demo and just sort of like jump in was enough of a primer for me to be like, okay, I get this core that they were then able to stack on the village stuff once the full game came out, that I was able to sort of absorb it. So there's that. I think the bigger thing is just the portability of it. I do not want to sit in front of a console screen and stare at menus for 60 hours, 100 hours, whatever. But if I'm watching Netflix or I'm whatever, uh, I can sit on the couch and like grind away. Hey, I need fucking honey or herbs. And I don't feel like a recluse hunched over my screen collecting resources. Uh, I can just like fit it in. Hey, I've got. 15 minutes here I can fit it on my couch. I think that was probably the biggest differentiation, but I do think the demo is really helpful for people. I don't know what how your what your take is how different this is from your experience with world.
1: Yeah, no, I I don't it's it, again it was a while ago. So I'm in a similar boat um where I don't I, I like um I don't know if I will stick with it as much. There seems to be a lot of uh I feel like I have gone much deeper in rise without having to branch out my skill set or awareness of there's so much in these games Mm. and I think that is part of what puts people off because there's like I mean I've I've dozens of items that I have no idea what they are (laughs) you what they would be used for yeah and like if you're new to it you can get hung up on it Mm -hmm. but like it really does it's a game that really scales with your understanding of like there's a version of this where it's like I got potions. Mm. I got two swords. I'm gonna hit him with my two swords, get hurt, take a potion. Yep. <laughs> and it's like eventually, like pretty quickly after that, you have to layer on, like, okay, my swords are dull, gotta sharpen these bad boys up. I'm out of stamina, gonna eat a ration. And with those, if you can get those, like, and that has got me through like I feel like a lot in Rise. Like I I am on uh just started to do like four star quests. Mm. Um, and haven't had to like mix it up past then. I haven't captured another monster. You can capture or kill monsters, capturing gets you more resources, but it's trickier. Um, I, I haven't captured another monster since then. Like it's basically just been, uh, killing monsters, but it is compared to my memory of world. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot less downtime. You can hop on your doggy, your Palamute. I think there's a new dog. There's a dog. You can ride very quickly. And you see exactly where it is. You used to have to hit monsters with paintballs <laughs> to be able to track them, which sounds like a joke, but no, that's really how it was. Um, <laughs> but you, but uh, um, it's very fast like that. Like it doesn't take long to get back to the monster. Like there's, there's a lot going on. It's happening very quickly. It wants to to keep you busy. There's also, um, I dig some some of the new locomotion um, uh, in it where uh, you uh, have this thing called a wire, but can you talk about the wire bug? Yeah, like so I've it's like, a,
0: it a it's a, more or less, it's a grappling hook, but it's a grappling hook you can use anywhere. You actually don't even need to like latch onto something. It'll just attach in midair and you've got two of those by default and you can just like, hey, I'm on like a mountain ridge and I see another mountain ridge across the way. I can like wire bug wire bug across and those are on a cooldown. You don't need to collect them. You can get more, like one more if you pick one up, but generally speaking, you have those Accessible at all times people are using them to like do crazy like mid-air Stored slams on monsters and you can use it for like dodging attacks and stuff like that But just at a core what it felt like for me was that it just widely opened the map Whereas before it felt like Monster Hunter like you'd go through these caverns that were or like uh, Tunnels or corridors. I should say in these maps where it was very limited where you could go and now there are areas of, of the, like, starting map. that It's called the shrine, and it's just, like, the starting app. There are areas I, like, didn't even occur to me to look into to, like, explore them that are fully explorable if you use these wire bugs. So it really yeah. does open things up a lot.
1: And and uh, they're, they're integrated into combat, too. There's, like, yeah. some wire bug moves that you can only do with the wire bug and you when you fill the sphere bar. Tell me about your, uh, tell me what's your, what's your sort of default loadout? What's your, what's your main
0: sure. build? Sure. So, so I know like one of the toughest decisions that people have is deciding weapon. I think there are like 16 main weapons and the weapon, like there's so much depth within each weapon that picking one is kind of a big deal. I've stuck almost exclusively with the long sword. I tried a few of the weapons in the demo and, and that one felt the best to me. And Again, just, like, learning that weapon alone has been, like, a... I'm still learning new moves, and I'm many, many hours in. So it feels like that's my, like, go-to. And then, yeah, I mean, the rest of it, like, I use potions. I use the thing that, like, increases your... Meat to increase my stamina. But generally speaking, I'm ignoring almost all the other items. And only now when I talk to, like, hardcore people like Pat Gill or Griffin... Are they like saying, oh, you can do this. Uh, The example is like item loadouts. I had no idea that item loadouts were a thing. So every time I would go to do a mission, I'd be like by hand picking, oh, I need a trap for this mission. I need potions. I need bugs. But you can just save a loadout that you always, always use on missions and you just hit one button and suddenly that loadout is in your inventory. There's so much quality of life stuff in that game and all Monster Hunter games that is like buried beneath encyclopedic levels of depth that probably shouldn't be i think that is the detriment to the monster hunter games that make them so scary to people is that it's just like it should start friendly and get more complex but it actually is the inverse of that which seems very weird
1: yeah i'm a uh, i'm a longsword
0: guy Yeah, oh, yeah okay so yeah i'm a longsword guy same uh, yeah have you always used longsword
1: I have, yeah, Yeah. I, I have mixed it up, um, to where I will, uh, occasionally, like I've tried with the dual blades. Those are even like less complicated to use. Mm. Um, and, and so I, I like, I like it. It's, it's, it's fine. Um, but I, uh, I actually missed some of the depth from the long sword. Like you really, once you get that rhythm going, um, it's, it, it feels really good.
0: Yeah, it felt like Longsword was like a middle ground between like, oh, this is just a hammer and you run at people and you hit them with a hammer and the like switch blade complexity of like 16 different things you can do in any different scenario. That Longsword felt like a middle ground between those two. I, I found it pretty welcoming, honestly, as like a newcomer. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think broadly speaking, it's just such a weird franchise and I fully get why people have struggled so much getting into it is because it really did like you look at like world and now rise every, whenever they make a more critically acclaimed one, it's because they took shit out or they made stuff like more surface and easy to understand. So they started with like the most complex, like monster Hunter one was the most complex. And then with each game after that, they've been like, no, we don't need that. Now we can take this out. We can take this out until eventually I feel like they'll get to like uh, horizon zero dawn levels of approachability, which wouldn't be a bad thing because honestly, the best part of the game is just hunting monsters. I don't need to fucking be digging through menus to know how many claws I need to upgrade this sword. Like I don't understand that them fighting against that urge. to like simplify things.
1: Uh, yeah, I it, it feels some of it feels willful. Like they they feel like I'm completely guessing. I don't know my video game, but it feels like some of that cruft is like they believe it's endemic to what the franchise is. Like mm-hmm. people want that like level of fidelity. Um, I just don't think it does a particularly good job of like walking you into it or yeah. saying like, don't worry about that. Like right. keep that out of your head. Don't don't sweat that. Don't worry about that. Uh, you'll figure it out later. It's not important right now. I, I wish there was uh, that was communicated a little bit better.
0: Yeah, you kind of need blinders, or at least someone to tell you where your blinders should be. Um, yeah. And I'm trying, uh, you know, Plant, who is very sick right now, but I'll, I'll speak for him, has really struggled getting into this game, which is the first Monster Hunter game he's ever played, because he doesn't know, like, you get dropped in this village, and there's 16 different vendors, and eight different areas, and he has no idea where to go or what to do. So, like, I'm like, no, just talk to the village person and do the tutorial quests, and those will be a little grindy, but it's fine. And then there's going to be a big monster fight, so you're, like, working to get to that monster fight. But you need a human being. It's like uh, running a raid in Destiny. You need another person to, like, ease you into it, which yeah, I don't get it. I don't get why they keep doing that.
1: I also feel like if they were... If they drilled down a little bit on some of those mechanics, they would have a little less, a little more room for like variety in the the early fights against mm. monsters. I mean, I have at this point, and I'm not, this is not me like bragging, I'm not good at this game, <laughs> but like every monster I have fought, I have beaten, and every time it's just been the same longsword skills where i'm running up my spirit meter and Mm. then i do the helm splitter and you know rinse and repeat and i haven't had to vary it you know there's some where like you know they'll throw poison at you but if you there's an item chest at the beginning every time you go into a mission that has like the stuff you really really need um and so I, i use the antidote and then i go back to doing the same thing like i haven't had to vary what i'm doing very much uh in in fighting the monsters and like i'm sure like late game that changes but like i know it does because i mean like that's how it was in in world it just is taking like longer than i mean i'm like probably 10 hours into this thing Mm. and like uh, it feels homogenous it feels like the fights are going the same way they're huge hulking monsters that you like get your hits on then you get away from etc
0: Well you ride them you can ride them now
1: you can ride them now which is interesting (laughs) and get in case you were like Controlling your character and your thought god this is just too smooth and responsive and <laughs> arcadey I need to I need to chunk it up a little bit I'm gonna hop on the back of this huge monster that basically treats
0: what controls as uh, uh, suggestions and rumor <laughs> It's very authentic. Uh, yeah, Now it actually is easier than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be, like, very difficult. I'm playing almost exclusively solo. I've done, like, a tiny bit of multiplayer, but generally I'm just solo. And, yeah, I haven't struggled. You know, I'm a little bit further than you, and I'm still not struggling with it. So I think it's just meant to, like, be a fun, hey, I'm going to do this fun, hit this monster activity for 30 minutes. I don't think it's meant to be a Dark Souls boss fight, which is fine with me. Like, that. Yeah. that's cool with me. I, you know, the, the little multiplayer I did, I played a little bit with Griffin and then I just did like a random matchmaking mission. And that felt like, uh, you know, like a round of golf, like just like chatting with someone. Cause it was like, th- it doesn't require a ton of brain power to like survive and do well in monster hunter games. So mm-hmm. you can kind of like, it's like a passive, like, Hey, I'm just hanging out with people kind of thing. Um, yeah. matchmaking was crazy though. There's just like four people just going, absolutely ham on this one monster i uh, yeah but for playing with friends i definitely recommend it i asked griffin to
1: share some of his thoughts with me i'm Mm -hmm. going to slack them to you because i feel like you would be able to uh so you can read them uh and give a little bit more context and color to them Uh so i'm just going to send them via slack okay
0: according to griffin and this is a direct quote and uh, probably not a paraphrase it kicks ass (laughs) so that's where Griffin's at on this one it seems that he uh, might not have a ton of time to commit to actual full on critique uh, at this moment but I think that does sort of summarize the gist of it Um, yeah I I think it fucking rocks Um, just as like a a wrap up idea is this a uh, like a game you would recommend to everyone Uh, probably not Uh, it's still not the approachable monster hunter game you want it to be but it is incrementally more approachable right
1: yeah i mean i think that that's more than more than world yes <sighs> i think it is i struggle a little bit with that because i feel like one of the th- one of the strengths that world had that rises is, is a little less on is world looked so good sure so the fights that you would have had a little bit more verisimilitude it had a, a sense of like more of a sense of danger and scale and just the beauty of exploration this doesn't look bad mm-hmm. but it does look like a switch game right now
0: i and think I it looks like, better than i thought it would for a switch game i think the i'm i was actually pretty surprised at how good yeah it looks.
1: It, it, and to be fair it loads very quickly probably yeah. a world record for monster hunter uh <laughs> uh games yeah especially with world which had a, a real bad habit of um man it's so hard it's just everybody wait is waiting for like everybody who loves monster hunter and i would i would count myself among them at this point mm-hmm. right um even though i'm nowhere near deep as some people everybody who loves the franchise talks in in hushed tones about the one that's just going to absolutely unlock yeah. the the franchise for everybody. Yeah. It'll finally be the one. Be the Breath of like, the
0: Wild or whatever it is. That yeah, it'll be right like
1: up. the one. And like, and tell me, I'm not kidding. Like, You can back me up. I've been doing this for, for 20 years at this point. Every time it came out, this was the conversation. Like, is this the one? Right. Is this the one that's going to... This is not the one. <laughs> okay. Like it's, I, and I'm, uh, a world got closer than I think a lot of them did. It mm-hmm. got rid of a lot of cruft. Yeah. And I think that you probably have more cruft removed here. Like I think that it's it's a chipping away. It's not the huge step forward. Um, Did we talk about Rampage? No. Okay. Let me touch on that real quick. Okay. Because it's sort of like the biggest evolution with, I think, in the, it's in the series, change, yeah. aside, from, aside from the wire bug there are a handful of missions. You can do more of them. I think if you want to, I I've only been forced to do one, <laughs> uh, where basically like it turns into a sort of tower defense. Yeah. Kind of thing where you're setting up, you have, you have a gate that monsters are coming through. They're trying to get into your gate and you're setting up defenses to, um, uh, s- try to stop them cannons, ballistas, some of which you control. Some of which you don't. Um, I don't know how this grabbed you, but, uh, I did not love the one time that I did it.
0: Sure. So I it agree. very
1: not great.
0: Yeah. So I agree. I, this is not my favorite mode, but I would say I played one solo, which I really didn't care for because there's a lot of just like you're blindly running around placing towers. It's not super fun solo. But I also played one with Griffin. That was the one multiplayer uh, thing I did with Griffin. And I really think it, fares a lot better in multiplayer because you essentially are assigning people to zones and it's like, okay, Griffin's in this area and I'm in this area and I'm planning towers and I'm taking like turrets and stuff like that while he's doing his thing. And that cooperation felt actually really interesting and and pretty fun. So I totally understand like a lot of people will play this solo and that's fine. And in solo, Rampage is kind of miserable. I think, I haven't finished the game or anything, but there are, as far as I'm aware, two required... Rampage missions, one you have to do solo and one you can do in multiplayer. Um, I would definitely recommend doing the multiplayer one in multiplayer because uh, yeah, I think it's just designed for that. I think it's much more fun that way, but I I wouldn't say it's like a huge chunk of the game. It is a new mode, but it doesn't feel like it's an enormous percentage of the game. Maybe 5% of the missions you're doing are that.
1: Yeah. I think the thing that just didn't, it just felt having more than one monster I think kind of like it, it, it messes up the energy of Monster Hunter where it's like you against this, gi- this one giant right. thing. And when yeah. there's like so many other factors, um, it starts to like, it, there's a disconnect between the fight that you're having with the monster and just like everything else that's going around where you feel like you're having to manage a bunch of stuff. It sure. feels,
0: it's yeah. also dumb because when you beat, like defeat monsters in that mode, um, I did air quotes, but I realized no one can see me. Um, that- they, just sort of run away they like vanish they like disappear whereas i think it'd be a lot more satisfying if there's just a giant fucking pile of monster bodies at the end of that mode that yeah. you can then like pick up. i mean i think you can kill the last one but but most of them just like sort of disappear and that i don't know doesn't have the same panache that uh, knocking a giant t-rex on its back does yeah yeah that's fair what, well, ha, what do you think, Russ? Is I, this look, a, I think you should play. I think everyone should play the demo, uh, which is available on the eShop. You just download it. If you've never played a monster Hunter game, if you have, if you liked World and you like the prospect of playing a game like that on the Switch, get this in a heartbeat. I think. It's, if
1: you liked World, like this is a grand slam. Don't don't even think not about even a it. question. It'll take you a little bit to get back into the the groove, but um, yeah. It's, get there
0: but i think for um new people that have never played a monster in a game the demo is great for that because it really does cut away a lot of the bullshit and just leave you with the stuff of fighting monsters and um i think it's a good entry point and you can decide hey is this something i enjoy doing or not so that'd be my recommendation
1: uh uh russ let's take a quick break and we'll come back with so much more great fun with your friends russ and justin
0: <laughs> and no one else <laughs> It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box.
2: Rocket Money, they make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money, and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So, cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/besties. That's rocketmoney.com/besties. rocketmoney.com/besties. Okay,
1: I I want to do a thought experiment with Okay. You. I want you to uh, add a weapon <laughs> to Monster Hunter.
0: You want me to add a weapon?
1: Yeah. I know you're talking about making a monster. That, that I think, is a great idea, and I'm just going to pivot off that a little bit. Okay. What would you add? If you could have one thing. Sure. Think about all the sick-ass monsters coming at you, and you're a rust, and you reach into your holster, yeah. sheath, whatever. mm what are you pulling out that this franchise is not giving you,
0: man? Okay, so the issue right now is that there's 16 or something weapons. That's a, that too many. A lot. We're of bases. gonna
1: get. You also get the opportunity to get rid of one. Oh, can I get rid of eight? Is that an option? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There, hey guys, there's a hunting horn in this
0: game. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Stop it. People seem to really like that hunting horn. Um It just seems silly to me, but I'm yeah, sure it's so great. What are we missing? Um, you know, yeah, uh, you know, I keep thinking like bazooka would be nice, but they have like a heavy thing that's like a bazooka. They have that. And they have the light thing, which is like a machine gun, uh, the light bow gun, and they have <sighs> I just want a weapon. I want a weapon where, like, when I hit stuff with it, I'm not, like, making a picnic after I hit stuff with it. Like, it doesn't take 16 hours for, like, the animation to play out. That's all I want. Is that yeah. too wrong? I mean, I guess the dual blades is is something like that, but I don't know. What are you thinking?
1: Nunchucks, baby.
0: I mean, don't you think that's dual blades
1: just blunt? Yeah, dual blades are different. They're not nunchucks. They're two swords. You sound so dumb right now, Russ. Uh, it's nunchucks. It's completely different.
0: And it would be two. Uh, let me ask you another question. Yeah. Nunchucks. Yeah. Is nunchucks like the chain and the two wooden things on the sides? Or is that That's one great. nunchuck? I don't. I actually am not positive
1: about that. Um, no. I'm th- <sighs> Russ, I shouldn't start talking <laughs> out my ass about nunchucks. Like I know what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm just someone who grew up as a as a young kid that loved nunchucks, and I'm probably getting it all wrong, and I'm embarrassed of that
0: yeah, that is surprising as someone who loved nunchucks that you wouldn't actually know what a single nunchuck looks like even okay. whether if that's plural or not
1: Nunchaku, okay it looks like is the is the is the is the weapon it's a wep- is the weapon that is two sticks connected
0: by a chain got it okay
1: nunchucks I think is a gross maybe americanization yeah that sounds that yeah uh, so nunchaku. But nunchaku
0: i think is plural if i know
1: my limited... yes i believe that is correct and you're going to need plural nunchaku for how much you're going to love using the nunchaku <laughs> in uh monster hunter rise
0: 2 <laughs> nunchaku assist cis- ascendant how do we specify if you want two nunchaku well, that would be wild, but it is. <laughs> an is that option. not what you were talking about? Because that's what I pictured. Is you someone... just have
1: to hunt the dra- the laser dragons that we are adding? Sure. Uh, to the game. If you get at a, now, okay, we got two weapons. What about a monster? Give me a mo- like. Give like visualize a monster for me. Okay. The monster hunter.
0: Well, here's the thing about monster hunter. People should know that all of the monsters in monster hunter are basically like take one monster. Well, I'm sorry. Take like a normal animal and then. Take another normal animal and then a third normal animal and sort of jam them together like a manticore situation, right? Uh Uh-huh. So, it's difficult because, like, there's already in the game a bunny, like, honey badger, enormous, like, elephant mashup. So, again, we're we're asking ourselves what animals are not taken care of. I do think platypus probably underrepresented although there is a platypus there's like that big water guy the green guy that has all the moss on him fuck what about giraffe is there giraffe i don't think so and that sounds really good because that would be like a big target but also hard to reach that that giant. you gotta get up there you gotta really get up there so you have to bring your own ladder with you (laughs) (laughs) or wirebug you can wirebug up there wirebug up there i I like giraffe i think Okay, so let's let let me pick a few animals. So, like, horse, let's say horse face, right? Like, a horse face, and uh, like the tail would be also a horse. And also, like, that's so smart. And the body, too. That's huge. I mean, that's so smart. But, but it makes a ton of sense. But you would, but you would make it like slightly bigger than a normal horse. Um, Okay, so it's basically the
1: scary part is that it's a horse that's slightly bigger than a regular horse.
0: Yeah, like uh, you know, I would say like eighty percentile in terms of horse size. It's probably like that.
1: Oh, so it's like not even bigger than the biggest horse. It's just sort of like a
0: it's a a fairly it, big horse. It's pretty big. It, let's not get around. It's pre, it's a pretty. What about, big about horse. the eyes? I think we've gone a little heavy on the horse side, so maybe let's pull it back and go with... <laughs> human eyes. Um, <laughs> soulful human eyes. I mean, horses already have that, so maybe we have to go with something like a deer's eyes. Okay. Okay, I love horses that. Horses are already too soulful for human eyes. Like, you might as well have human eyes right now. So, like, a deer's eye, you know, deers have no soul, so we know you look into them, or like a sheep eye, maybe. A uh, sheep eye, that's that's
1: actually pretty frightening. Any yeah. sort of talons? Um, are you at vis-a-vis talons? Sure,
0: sure. Yeah, they're they're very good at running. Mm. Uh, I didn't say talons. Oh. I said talons. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Eating hay, they're very good at that. <laughs> um, With their talons. Okay, so I think normal hooves for three of the hooves, and then maybe one talon... Uh, for the th- fourth one, but it's like surfboard shaped. Surfboard shaped talon. And size, like a surfboard. So like
1: you could have, wow, some, like, that's aqua. uncomfortable. That's an uncomfortable running experience just to conceive of.
0: Well, no, 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 They do a lot of surfing is the thing. So it's actually not uncomfortable. It's so it's very actually convenient. essential to their
1: development. Yeah. That makes, that makes so much. It's so smart.
0: Right. Um, what is the,
1: uh, what about, what's the armor situation?
0: W- what do you mean? they're naked any armor they're a monster they're naked okay um, do you okay. know any monsters that wear clothes i don't no that's a good that's a really good point right russ. thank you thank <laughs> you so much
1: russ so i love this animal by the way i'm assuming you can give that i want to say it's for free
0: yeah take it yeah, yeah. take it take monster it. hunter rise 2 dlc go baby it. go go wild um, um we have some reader mail
1: uh, this is this is great. This is from Ragsy. I've never played a Monster Hunter, and every game that's come out recently has been described as a decent place for <laughs> beginners. Which one is truly the best Mon Hun starting point? Um, I would say I actually can say that the much like investing, the best time to start Monster Hunter is yesterday. <laughs> so you there's gonna be a learning curve. I've given up on that, but if you hop on where everybody else is, you are going to have, it's going to be easier to like rise with that tide, right? Mm. There's going to be YouTube videos, like so much documentation on all this stuff. You're going to have people who are actively playing. So it's like fresh in their mind. um, And, and that like, I think that is the best time to hop on one of these is when someone can like help you right then and is incentivized to do so.
0: Yeah. You need a tutor. If you have a, a viable tutor that can walk you through the like first few hours That's what you're looking for. Um, You know, I'll say for me, I think uh, this one's pretty good, but still not a beginner's game by any stretch.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're going to make it that one. I don't think that's ever going to happen because I don't think it would necessarily be Monster Hunter. Um, Did did any of you, I guess they mean did either of you because there's only two of us, (laughs) they should know that. Uh, Play it single player. Was it fun that way? Is it possible to beat the game that way?
0: This is from Xavier Perez T.U.
1: Now, as I understand it, eventually you do start having to take on the the uh, hub quests.
0: Is that correct? That is correct. So I played uh, all the village quests solo, which you have to do. It's solo only, and, and I had a lot of fun doing that. The hub quests are harder, uh, but you could actually play those solo as well. And I've done a few of them in solo, and it's been fine. So I actually think... If you're just going to play it in solo, that's totally fine. The only annoying part is the rampage stuff, which again is not a huge percentage of the game, but if you're just looking for a single player game where you want to feel more and more powerful, uh, totally viable. I've been fine doing that.
1: Okay. What is your favorite monster in the game? Alternatively, is there a monster in the game that you feel bad for hunting?
0: That is a question from uh, big, uh, wrong Griff. Oh, big Aaron, Aaron Griff. Probably. probably Aaron. Sounds, sounds right. Um, what is your favorite monster hunter? Uh, monster in the game. I th- I really like I don't know if you're familiar with him. I think it's pronounced Puke Puke. He's I like about, he's like a weird he's like a lizard guy and he bounces around and he spits poison at you and he's got giant lizard like gecko eyes and he's just sort of like goofy. He kind of looks like the dragon from How to Train Your Dragon. Um, oh yeah i see puke puke he's, yeah he's cute yeah he's, he's cute. cute he's got a big tail that's easy to cut off i'm sorry but i like cutting off the tails and uh so i and i think that's the same answer for the second part which monster do you feel bad about hunting i feel kind of bad about puke puke
1: i like yaku which is, looks like a big chicken oh yeah like a big chicken monster with a mohawk
0: Yeah, it does feel like there are a few too many, like, here's a big rock dinosaur and not enough goofy, here's a chicken with a mohawk.
1: Which I love them because, like, I roll up on him like, I'm going to beat you. (laughs) I feel very confident about this. I feel good about this. I'm going to beat you. You're a big chicken with a mohawk. Uh, I'm going to take you down. No problem. Yeah. Uh, Please tell us how you customize your dogs and cats. I want to know about your good buddies. That's That's, from uh, Asteroid Era. So I have two. I have a cat named CJ after my cat that passed away. It looks basically like my cat that passed away. Right. And then I have a dog named Woofa Doofa, <laughs> and he's just the first dog I picked because I don't like dogs. You didn't
0: customize so the dog my, at all. Don't care. You just no, randomized. Absolutely not. Woofa Doofa. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I uh, customized. He- I spent like a good hour making sure that I was happy with my dog and cat at the beginning of the game. There's a staggering number of options to like really go wild on them. And I pay zero attention to them in the ga- midst of gameplay. I barely even know. they're there. No, they're, Oh God, they're so cute. And they, uh, they dance sometimes. Uh, their,
1: their menu, in, the things that you can do with them in the village. Uh, that is to me the point where I'm like, don't know, don't care. Can't, I'll get into it, not doing it. There's too much.
0: Yeah, the funny thing is, the stuff you can do with them in the village is so useful because you can use them to like go get items that you don't want to actually have to farm for. But it's so buried in menus that it's worthless. I will say, like all of that village stuff comes with hilarious cutscenes of like cats and dogs doing various things. And whenever I show my wife, you just described YouTube, but go sure, on, sure. But in a game, uh, and I've never seen a dog in a submarine on YouTube. For what it's worth. Every time I show my wife these cutscenes, she's like, I should play this game. This seems like the game for me. And then three seconds later, she realizes that it's absolutely not because the rest of the game is the least welcoming thing possible. So I do think there's probably a version of this game that is just hanging around with cats and dogs in the Monster Hunter universe. Please make that. That would be something if I was like managing
1: them, like managing the village for the animals.
0: You want an an idle game set in
1: Monster Hunter World. That would be actually... Very good. Don't mind if I. Do. I mean, you
0: can send them on missions. That's basically an idle game. They ride kites. It's uh, amazing.
1: Hey, are you uh, are you playing
0: anything else? I don't think so. I got so. one. If not,
1: what? Travis got me on to uh, Dead by Daylight. Did you ever play that?
0: Isn't that the horror game on PlayStation? It is a horror. It is a horror made game. by well, the people that did. We we talked about their game earlier this year, didn't we? Um, the like horror game with the. Uh, teens and they're like you have to. Select no, no, no!
1: You're thinking of the man from Medan oh. uh super massive.
0: Yeah, uh, sorry. Studio.
1: They made theirs is something else, and sounds it's gonna like ir- that. it's going to irritate me because until dawn. Oh, is the yeah. is okay. the one you're thinking of? Which I yeah, Dead by Daylight is very cool. Uh it it is an asymmetrical multiplayer game where one person is a killer oh yes and the other four are survivors yes 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 um and basically they have uh it's basically the flow is the survivors are trying to start these five generators and escape don't really have anything in the way of like weapons or combat It's basically just like uh the risk reward of is it worth running at this point um you know to to you could set like traps
0: and stuff to slow the murderer down right you can throw like
1: they have like pallets that you can throw yeah. while they're chasing you. You can hide in a locker and you get the great moment of like, uh, you know, them coming in after you. Um, and the what's interesting is the the killer is very powerful, um, but has to can't like directly kill you. It has to sacrifice you, no. which means taking your you to a hook. And hanging you on the hook in a very violent fashion. And then after that happens a couple times, you're sacrificed. But it does it it puts more of a like it's not just they kill you and that's it. There's this thing of like killer has to weigh of like, should I pick them up yeah. and take them to go sacrifice them now because other people are doing other things? Um, and it is like it really does capture this that feeling of like Like, for instance, I I had one where the gates were opened and I saw the killer go after one of my teammates and like, I, (laughs) I, I can't fight them. Sure. Right. So all I could do is like hide and then, cause somebody has to take you off the hook. If you get put on one of these meat hooks, someone has to take you off of it. Right. So all I can do is like hide, hope the killer ran away, get them off the hook, and then we <laughs> escape together. I don't want to do that. No. I want to escape and get my my points or whatever. But uh, there's permanent progress. So like you earn a bunch of points um every time you play and you use those to like level up your your character which lets gives you access to more items you can use like healing things or uh tool chests or other perks like that like they'll let you see where the killer is Mm. or things like that um and then there's the same progression system for the killer but there's just one pool of those so you can use them upgrade different survivors and there are licensed characters for both the killers and the survivors. So like some of the kids from Stranger Things are survivors, <laughs> like Nancy Wheeler and 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 the other kid, uh Ash from Evil Dead is one of the survivors. And then on the killer side, the Shade is there, Freddy Krueger is there, uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, it's like, like Fortnite that. at this point. No, it's not like Fortnite because it's just horror characters. Oh, Bill from Left for Dead. Is one of the okay. survivors? Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, I've missed yeah, it's Bill. very cool. <laughs> yeah, um, so he's in it.
0: Yeah, I've heard people really uh, love that game. It, it seems a little intimidating to me to play those games because I feel like at this point the community is so settled in with strats and stuff that I feel like I'd get it worked. is it. So
1: as as somebody who's like new to it, I will say it is, but the the asterisk on that is because the point of the game is a horror game. Mm the moments when you are like playing a bit of cat and mouse and you are being hunted and you do get wrecked and then you do get saved, but then you do get killed. It feels like the genre. So like, even if you're doing a bad job, you have this sense of like, wow, there's this terrifying thing on the menu that like are on the map that we are all trying to hide from. And it's just one person. And then you play what's, what's funny is, starting as a survivor which is really how you should start uh i played a lot and i was like this game is unbalanced mm. it's too easy for the killer i'm getting wrecked every time i never win and so i decided to play as the killer once it's so hard <laughs> <laughs> to tell where they are because if they're not running you don't know right. like you don't yeah. know where they are so it's it's me it gave me the insight of like I should stop being such a dipshit Yeah, <laughs> because like, it is harder to find me than I think it is. Yeah,
0: it's like learning how to drive after you've been a pedestrian for many years. And it's like, oh, yeah. I understand why people are. Yeah, OK, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I don't think I've actually played anything because Monster Hunter is just like my entire weekend was just like sucked into Monster Hunter, which I was not expecting. Um, so
1: obviously more cash solitaire, too, I should say. It's low stakes cash solitaire. Yeah, okay. Still, we're still, still a little dead.
0: suspicious of that situation, but we'll let it go. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, yeah, so next week, I think we're going to be doing Outriders, which is a game that uh, I, I'm looking at Justin's face. Um, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know what this is. Okay, so Outriders- This is, is the bullet storm people. Bo- is people it really? Fly. The Bulletstorm people? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, uh, yeah. people can fly. Oh, awesome. I didn't realize they made it. The cool thing about this game is that it is coming to Game Pass- like this week. Uh, so the week before our episode comes out. So if you happen to subscribe to Game Pass and once you play it to, uh, before you listen to the episode, you can do that for, you know, the cost of your Game Pass subscription. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's on other platforms as well, but that seems to be the easiest way to try it out. That's how I'll be playing it. So, yeah, that'll be next week. Hopefully Plant uh, will be back. Uh, Griffin's going to be out for a little bit because he's got, again, the human child. Um Yes. But uh, yeah, I think that that about does it. Right, Juice? Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, Can I get it now, Russ? Uh, When's the game out? I mean, I'm asking you. if I think the game is out now. I'm talking to you privately in the podcast about, (laughs) can I go download it after I'm done with this? I think it's out today uh, when we're recording. So I think you can go ahead and download it. Sounds good. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our show. We very much appreciate you being here, especially when it's just me and Russ, just two old friends chatting. <laughs>
0: who? What other duo will we have next week? Is the real question. Yeah, who knows what? <laughs> we're running out of. Um, we're running out of uh, pairings. No, I'm sure we'll have some special guests coming up yeah. uh, real soon, and and we'll mix it up uh, while uh, Griffin's yeah. on his paternity leave. But uh,
1: uh, that's going to do it for us. So until next time, uh, for Russ fresh take. My name is Justin McElroy. And be sure to join us again next time for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games?
2: Besties.